podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Movie Bar Podcast, the average movie podcast for average movie fans by average movie fans. I am your host, John, and the bar is now open. Welcome to episode 16. Today is July 9th, 2022, and it will drop later tomorrow, Sunday, July 10th. And I am here once again with my best friend, Justin. How you doing, Justin? I don't know why I'm waving. You're not taking video of this. <laughs> I didn't even see you waving. Yeah, well, it was here. Bye. So, we're back. We've recovered from our China Salesman movie that we watched last month. Uh, we took a few took a few weeks off, getting some things situated, but we had an opportunity to record. So I said, "Let's do it." And today we're going to cover a movie we have a connection with. Here comes the boom. Uh, but first, let's get into upcoming movies. This past Friday, uh, Thor Love and Thunder was released. It looks like an 80s rock movie, if you've seen the trailer. It looks pretty good, but I'm still like, I still have to see Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> if you miss one, you can't see, you can't continue yeah. on. Well, I think I could see Thor without seeing those two movies, but you can't watch Doctor Strange without seeing Spider-Man, I guess. So. Yeah. <sighs> But um, coming out next Friday is Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Have you seen the trailer for that? Yes, I'll be seeing that. Sam Jackson, that looks funny. Uh, the Gray Man, I haven't heard anything about, about that. No idea. <clears throat> and Where the Crawdads, Crawdads Sing, which is like a romantic. I don't think that's romantic. I think it's about proving somebody got raped and murdered or something like that. I wouldn't exactly uh, call that romantic, unless you're. Well, I'm not going to be that guy, but yeah. <laughs> but for upcoming Blu-rays this week, on the twelfth, um, Raging Bull is coming to 4K. A domestic disturbance with John Travolta and Vince. Have you ever seen that movie? Mm, I think so, but it was a while ago. When Vince Vaughn's like the bad guy. The next one's one a movie I loved watching as a kid. Baby's kids. Baby's kids. Um, <laughs> safe men. Uh, basketball is being re-released. <laughs> That's a great movie, dude. Uh, Last holiday with Queen Latifah. Uh, new horror movie, The Twin. Uh, Changing lanes and Black Sight. So. Uh, Let's uh, jump into what we've watched now. I have been homesick with COVID, so I've done a lot of movie watching this week. I've watched Poison Ivy 2, Lily. Quick, before you say that, because this is this is good. That That's the one with the, the uh, icebox, right? With what? Icebox. Little Giants. The girl from Little Giants. I think so. Yeah, Little Giants is on Tubi. Is it? I found out today. I yes. love that movie. I'm gonna show that to my kids this week. Oh. Yeah, me. Uh, another movie I watched this week was The Sandlot. I watched that with Hunter earlier this week, and he actually he enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. He thought the when the, the the dog was chasing the jet 
through all like the like the movie sh- screening mm-hmm. and he thought it was hilarious. I also watched this movie uh, Dirty Teacher where a teacher has an affair with a student and tries to frame the girl for, the kid's girlfriend for murder. It's twisted. And then I uh my first day of isolation I went down the Rambo train. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> watched First Blood, First Blood 2, Rambo 3 and uh Rambo and then Rambo the last on the last blood, which was surprisingly was my favorite of all of them. Like the graphics were amazing. Like, you know, like the guy getting shot and all that. And then I watched uh, Adventureland with Ryan Reynolds and the kid from the social network. I can't remember his name at the moment. I watched the uh, way, way back with Steve Carell, which was actually filmed here in Massachusetts at WaterWiz. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sandlot. I watched The Rocker with Rain Wilson, and it's funny because like I've seen that movie before, but it was like I didn't realize Bradley Cooper was in it. Like when you go back and watch these movies, and you're like, "Oh, look at he's in it, he, she's in it." Yeah, that, that happens a lot, especially when I go back and I start watching all these movies with my kids. Yeah, uh, Airheads. The classic with uh, mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser, Adam Sandler, and Steve Buscemi. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we did go and see Lightyear last week, which was cool. it was okay. Okay. Mm. Uh, Blank Man with Damon Wayman, Damon <laughs> Wayans. <laughs> I was actually having a conversation about that movie with somebody last week. Really? <laughs> yeah. Very funny. Uh, I watched I Grease. I watched Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's Twelve, Wild Things Two, Wild Things Foursome, and The Good Student with Hayden Panettiere. I think we watched that together with a teacher kidnaps, uh, kidnaps the student or whatever, and then tries mm-hmm. to. And then I watched Dashcam last night. That new Blumhouse horror movie that's like found footage or. Uh, I haven't heard of it. Fucking sucked. <laughs> like uh, it was one of those movies where you like it was so stupid but you couldn't turn it off to yeah. you know you wanted to see what happened but it wasn't it's not worth anybody's time yeah so what about you what have you watched uh what i could remember i mean uh mostly just been watching movies with the kids because it's summer vacation so watch a movie while we're eating dinner. So we watched Sonic 2. Uh, we watched Adam's Family 2. Uh, and then we watched Troop Zero with uh, uh, Jim Gaffigan there okay. on Amazon. Uh, that was uh, not what I was expecting, but eh, it was all right. It was, it was decent. It kept the kids entertained for a couple hours. Uh, and then last night I was watching Tommy Boy just because it was on. It's always a good time to watch Tommy Boy. Did you watch that with the kids? Uh, they came home and went to bed while I was watching it. Oh, okay. That could have been educational for him. Mm-hmm. Most of it would be okay other than that, like, first 15 minutes when he's bonging out and drinking at the college. <laughs> My fat guy in a little car. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I wish he was still. I'd love to see the stuff he would have done. Oh, jeez, yeah. You know. Him and John Candy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um... 
So we'll move on to news. Uh, actor James Conn passed away on July 6th. He was 82. Yeah. But then it was revealed that there's actually a movie that he just finished uh, with Pierce Brosnan called Fast Charlie. So that should be coming out in 2023. Yeah, uh, one of the Sopranos stars just died. Uh, yeah, uh, Pauly, Tony, the guy that played yeah. Pauly. Mm-hmm. Tony Sirico? Yeah. Like Sirico? I don't know. How, I'm butchering names, I'm sure, but... <laughs> Uh, so, uh, um, Bloody Disgusting has a new uh, uh, The Clerks 3 trailer dropped. <laughs> did you see that? I did. I did. Going all meta. Yeah, that. Meta. I can't wait to see that. That looks. It should be interesting. I've been waiting for that one. Um,. Remember the cartoon, The Toxic Crusaders, that was based off of Toxie? Mm-hmm. So that whole, all 13 episodes are now on the um, streaming app Screenbox from Bloody Disgusting. Well, that's cool. So I'm like, maybe I have to sign up to watch those and watch those. I love that as a kid. I remember the action figures, you know. Um, I get to some news I saw that I don't see on here. Um, Netflix is dropping the Vince McMahon movie. Yes. <laughs> I knew that was a matter of time. Just figured and, uh, I'd throw that in there because that's yeah. kind of timely. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. No. But, you know, when you bribe four people with four, $10 million or whatever yeah. the hell it is. Maybe we'll get that Hulk Hogan movie quicker now. <laughs> Yeah, I bet you Vince won't be in it though. Nope. Um, George A. Romero's 1970s Nightmare at the Amusement Park is getting a Blu ray release from Shudder. I watched that a couple months ago, I believe, on Shudder. It's pretty good. Never seen it. The uh, Spirit Halloween movie trailer is coming soon it will debut at midsummer scream do you know the story behind this well the uh, story of the movie or the connection to the podcast yes of course i know it i pointed it out to you yes you did (laughs) so the, the teaser trailer will be shown on july 31st starring christopher lloyd and rachel lee cook so and it is expected for October, so. Yeah, you guys are pretty much right on the money, so. That's telling you, we should have trademarked it right then and there. Mm-hmm. So we probably shouldn't mention our, our other idea for one on the podcast, because it'll just get made immediately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three days from now, there'll be an announcement. <laughs> yep. And if it's the one you're thinking of, I still don't know how that hasn't been made yet, but. Yeah, well. Uh, Screen Factory announced ultra high definitions of the Fog, Army of Darkness, and 2013's Evil Dead remake. Kyle will be happy about that because he's a slut for Evil Dead movies. Um, Is there a, a game or a series or something? The, a game that just came out in May. I haven't played it. I haven't seen any game footage. Yeah. I'm waiting on Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, I've seen that. Um. 
so back to Screenbox, Screenbox, they've acquired Terrifier 2. Have you seen the first Terrifier? Mm, Probably a long time ago. Sounds familiar. With Art the Clown and he torments these two women. Mm -hmm. So they made a long-awaited sequel finally coming, hopefully in October. And Netflix is rumors have begun to swirl about a Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. Did you see the Netflix Texas Chainsaw that came out in February? I did not watch it after hearing about the reviews. Yeah. <laughs> when the dude says you'll be canceled, that kind of fucking yeah. The previews weren't very good, so it it didn't. And I just don't have time unless it's worth it. And it wasn't worth it, so. Uh, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing returned to theaters and apparently made half a million dollars in one day. I don't doubt it. Uh, Rob Zombie revealed Butch Patrick is has a role in the Munsters movie. I hope that doesn't go to Netflix. Yeah. That's something I'd want to see like on the big screen. And Shutter has Shutter has renewed uh, the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs for season five. Have you ever watched the last drive-in on Shutter? Every once in a while, I've caught it. Um, you know, he's always been inter- a funny character. So yeah, and Darcy the male girl now, and you know they did Victor Crowley, they did uh, uh, blood sucking freaks. A lot of strange movies. So, you want to get jump into the main topic and get this watch along started? We're going to be watching Here Comes the Boom. It's available on Netflix right now. That was the only streaming service I saw. Justin's going to watch it on Netflix. I'm going to watch it on Vudu. So, I'll count down the three and then we'll push play. From where? From the start. All right, well, I'm already a little couple seconds into it, so. Yeah, the Columbia TriStar lady holding. The... Yeah, I'm at about 12 seconds in. All right. So, so have it. three, two, one. There's the uh, Columbia TriStar smoothie. Bum, bum, this movie was released on October 12, 2012, and it was directed by Frank Karachi. 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 Um, it does star Kevin James. We'll get into the cast list in a little bit. But why did we pick this movie? Oh, let's see. Well, I mean, it is based in Boston, filmed in Boston. Yeah. Well, maybe we should go through the cast list real quick. See if anything sticks out. You know, you have Kevin James as Scott Voss, Selma Hayek as Bella Flores, Henry Winkler as Marty Strube, Joe Rogan as himself, Gary Valentine as Eric Voss, uh, Jake Cyrus as Malia, Bella Cruz, <coughs> um, Boss Rutten as Nico. He needs right. to be in more things. He is awesome. He's hilarious. 
and he's just great. He needs to be in more things. Who? Boss? Boss Rutan. Like watching his videos online of like teaching self defense and all that, he's just hilarious without even trying. Yeah. Uh, Reggie Lee as Mr. Dela Cruz, Jason Mayhem Miller as Lucky Patrick Murray, Mark <laughs> Munoz as Romero, <laughs> Melissa Peterman as Lauren Boss, Bruce Buffer as himself, Christoph Szczynski as Kenny Executioner Dietrich. Satisho Aishi as Fairgrounds fighter. <laughs> I love this. Butcher these names. <laughs> Mark Delagrade as himself. Herb Dean as himself. Ariane Celeste as Penelope. Pinch Punisher Lopez. I've, I don't even remember that. Nah, I don't either. Uh, that's the old, I believe it's the old Quincy High School, correct? Yes. Um, Somewhere actually in Boston. Mookie Barker as Vice Principal Elkins, Mike Goldberg as himself, Wanda Silva as himself, Chael Sonnen as Arguing Fighter. <laughs> That's great. Jacob Stitch Duran as himself, Lenny Clark as Loud Dietrich fan. I love that he fan. sneaks in through the window in his own classroom. And what you want to read those last two names? Ah, well, we have Justin Mingles as background fan. And John Ballas as background fan. That's you and me. Yeah, we were yeah. extras in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. I remember we went to the Burlington Mall for the casting call. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just show up. <laughs> it was like two thousand other people, and that did absolutely nothing for us because then they were just like, "Hey, if you're available to work, sign up to work." Um. We'll get into more detail when our scene comes up. But uh, as for awards, it was nominated three times at the 2013 Movie Guide Awards. For Best Film for Families, it was a nominee. Uh, The Faith and Freedom Award nominee. And the Grace Award for Most Inspiring Performance in Movies, which was Kevin James, (laughs) was a nominee. Yeah, that might be a bit much, but you know. <laughs> As you yeah. just saw with the newspaper, it said that the uh, he's holding the newspaper and the paper with a photo of a hockey player with the headline "Season Suspended," suggesting a suspended hockey season. When the film was released in the fall of 2012, there was really a suspended hockey season due to a player lockout. Little fact there. Yeah, fun fact about hockey's other link to this movie. The Bruins were on their cup run. Yes, they were. I almost didn't want to go into film because they needed to win that last goddamn game against Tampa before we went in. Thankfully, they did. And do you remember when we went to film, there was like that storm that was coming? Yeah. Storm was coming. We could see the garden from where we were filming. We did have a nice tour of Boston that day because they gave us the wrong address. Yeah. We're driving almost, around. Almost wound up in Ted instead. Yeah. yeah. In the middle of June, friggin', we had to wear winter clothing because it's a... Filmed in winter. Filmed yeah. Scene. So there we were in the big green truck driving around going, what the hell? And there was like 10 other cars following us. Mm. 
At least I got to wear my Bruins jersey and make myself nice and visible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the only things we were allowed to wear were, like, Harley Davidson and Bruins for the scenes. Yeah, those are the only only, uh, brands Yeah. use. Because it was that time of the year, and the location was kind of shoddy, you know? Yeah, and it was advertised as a movie in Boston, so they were good with Bruins for winter. I mean, there were people in there in winter hats with the big winter coats, and it was hot. Yes, 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 it was. And and then you had all the movie lights and all that stuff, which thankfully, you know, our scene was, you know, it was dark, so they didn't have a whole lot of lights in there, but still, when you're in there and... And it was filmed, our our scenes were filmed overnight. Yes, that like like 12 hours or something or were there from like 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Something like that, yeah. We ate good. Yeah. And a whole lot of sitting. Yeah. A whole lot of doing nothing. But I mean, it was a neat experience to see how it's all done and, you know, just seeing like people like Henry Winkler just sitting down in the crowd just talking to people. Yeah, he sat right in front of us. Just the nicest guy, just sitting there talking with anybody who wanted to talk. In between take, yeah. Being himself. Remember Al? Al. We called him the president because he he shows up for the he showed up for that Uh, like you'll see when the scene comes up, we'll talk a little more, but he shows up and he's got you know a sweater on, shirt and tie, older guy, hilarious guy. I reached out to him a few times. He never re- returned my calls. Must, must have been busy filming movies. I know he had done um, Bride Wars. Yeah, because he was retired and just, you know. Looking yeah, that he was doing, like, real estate on the side. But the typical Adam Sandler crew, you know. With, a little uh, bit happy Madison. Yep. Henry Winkler, Kevin James. Well, and the director is played was the guy who was did the uh, Adam Adam Sandler's father in The Water Boy. Yeah, and he directed that too. He's done a lot of his movies. Yeah. Do you ever do you ever wonder if like it's if Chris Foley was still alive, this would be something he would have done? <clears throat> yeah, possibly. Although I, by this point he would have been old. You know, cuz he he had well, they're all old. I guess Kevin James is probably around the same age. I don't yeah. really know. Because they happened at different times. It's hard for me to say whether they were the same age or not. Because <laughs> I, I know they've, they've always said um, Chris Folly would have been in Grown Ups. Yeah. In Grown Ups, too. Yeah. No doubt about it. Let's see what year Chris Folly was born. Chris Farley was born in 1964 and died in 1997. Kevin James. 1965. So, yeah, he's a year younger than Chris Farley. 
I love how he's always hitting on the nurse. And just so gets him in the trouble. Nurse. So always nurses. Then again, if the nurse is Selma Hayek, I, you know. Oh man, I've heard some things about her. I can't get into, but we'll talk offline. She's fiery. <laughs> Jeez, how old's how old's Henry Winkler? Oh, jeepers. 80s now, but 70s then. 60s. Henry Winkler. Born in October 30th, 1945. He's 76 years old. So, yeah, he would have been 60s. That was close. Because this, this, actually, this is the 10-year anniversary of this. Yeah, 11 years since we filmed it. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's funny. I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kevin Ga- Kevin James started physically preparing for this role 14 months before filming. Well, he had to. <laughs> he lost around 70 to 80 pounds mm-hmm. for this role. I think, you know, he was just coming off the King of, the King of Queens. And... Yeah, Why is it always... Too. Yeah, the zookeeper. Why is it always the music program that gets cut in movies? Because it's the most sympathetic. Yeah. It's never the art program or the drama club. Oh, no. There's plenty of movies where it's a drama club. Oh, yeah. they got to put on the big performance to save the day. Uh uh So, the guy that plays... Kevin James's brother in this movie is actually his brother, uh, Gary Valentine. That you know, he was on the King of Queens with Kevin. He he was in um, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yep. Once again, really sticks with that whole. Well, I mean, uh, you know, when you get the same people with the same humor, and you know, people know how to work <laughs> off of each other. I mean, it's key to have chemistry with who you're working with. Yeah. You know? And like they always say, when you find your film family, try to stay with them. Adam Sandler has done a hell of a job of that. Yep. I actually did watch Grown Ups, too, the other day. I forgot to put that on the list. Another movie that was filmed at WaterWiz. Now you're just lying to the people. (laughs) Dude, I I have COVID. by a mission by a guy with a terrible memory. Yeah. I'm lucky. If it wasn't for the letterboxed app, I wouldn't remember anything. I even forgot to log a movie after I finished watching it, so I'm sure there's something I didn't log. The principal's always a dick, too. Well, they have to be. They're the boss. Well, they don't have to be. They could be a little nicer. I love how that guy just keeps moving over every time he opens his mouth. All right, we're going to save the music program. How are we going to do it? And Henry talk, Talk about painting yourself into a corner. Yeah. I love how passionate Henry Winkler is about the music program. He plays that lovable old 
man very well because that's what he is. Yeah, <laughs> he, re- he really is. And <laughs> I've never heard a bad it. word about him. No. And just the fact that, like, when we were all sitting there in between takes and they're resetting and all this and that, and he, he's coming over, introducing himself to people, like, you know, that says a lot for a, a guy of his stature, you know? Yeah, been in the, been doing it for 40, 50 years at that time. Still doing it. Yeah, and he'll probably do it till he dies. Setting up all the chairs. You can tell that school's run down. <laughs> in Boston, of course. Well, how long how long had it been closed? Gives me the old Avery School vibe a little bit, you know. <laughs> Which is still standing, by the way. Yeah, I know. The park is gone. The time capsule's gone. But Yeah, I heard. That was gone while I was there, though. Yeah. Still would have liked to have known what was in it, though. Can't remember. Back to... A whole bunch of crappy drawings from little kids. That's our memories, though, man. Man, that thing was buried on my birthday the first year I showed up at that school. I didn't have anything in there. <laughs> Okay, sourpuss, whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I had just arrived. <laughs> We're like, who the hell's the new freckled kid? But whatever. Always persistent, trying to get the, the nurse to take him out. She's a beautiful woman, though. I'll give her. I'll give her that. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you watched this movie? Uh, not too long ago. I noticed it was on Netflix. Showed the kids and like, hey, look at this. There's your dad. Of course. Like your dad's on Netflix. <laughs> I actually was, full disclosure, cable guy here. Um, yeah. I walked into a customer's house. And he was having an issue with his cable box in his bedroom. And I walked in there and paused on the screen. I saw myself. Really? Like, I walked into this room, never been there before in my life. Don't know these people, never met them before, never been to that house. Walked in and I am on the TV screen. Did you point it out to him? Like- I did. I, I I was like, this is too much of a coincidence. I need to go get this customer and be like, I, I, I need you to come see something. I'm like, do you see this yellow and black dot right here with the red hair? That is me. <laughs> and he had this paused here when I came walking in that door. <laughs> Signed a couple autographs and called it a day. He didn't even fix the problem. I was just, no, no, I fixed it. I always fix the problem. So this movie made seventy three point one million dollars at the box office. 
I had something to do with that. <laughs> yeah. How many times did we go see it? I mean, <laughs> my star power is too much. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. I saw her like three times in theaters. I think I gave a few blue uh, DVDs away for Christmas when it came out that year. <laughs> So yeah, that's Kevin James's actual brother, Gary Valentine. A lot of these facts come later in the movie, but she's a funny lady. Yeah. Uh, ever watch her on Reba? What was her name? <laughs> Melissa Peterman. Yeah, she was on Reba. Loudmouth girlfriend of the ex husband next door. I watched some weird shit when I didn't have cable. I I love this scene. I love the scenes with the class. That guy in the front row. (laughs) It's fucking hilarious. (sighs) Yeah, meeting going on. See, in Boston, you, you can go for AA and uh... the old citizenship. <laughs> he keeps looking up. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to him. <laughs> Miguel. <laughs> We're not repeating today. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I almost watched this today just to watch it before we did this, but. And see, you know what I thought was funny when this came out? Like, not only the fact that we're in it and can be seen clearly at some points, but the names of the character, Boss Root and Nico. Yeah. And- the little girl Malia, which were two cousins of mine that we hung around with a lot at the time. Mm-hmm. I believe Nico starting high school now. Wow, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. Zachary's got a dog and a house, and <laughs> I know. Look at Kyle. Remember when he was our little third little little sidekick and. Had to sleep with dad when we took him to go see Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. I said that. Shit. My eldest is eight and is trying to get me to take him golfing on Monday. Oh, wow. (laughs) It's right up your alley. Well, he's had clubs for a year. I took him to drive range a couple times last year. Took him for his birthday this year. Jeez, I don't know. And to think, when we when we went and filmed this movie, we didn't have kids. Nope. We didn't have girlfriends at the time. Nope. I think you were sleeping on my couch at the time. Yep. Was this even before Psycho? Mm, no, no. No, she was there for the Bruins win. No, for the no for this, I was upstairs. Oh, that's right. You were up on the 
Second floor. Yeah. A couple weeks after this, the Bruins won. Which was right, right around my birthday. It was yeah. the night before my birthday. Yeah, and then I ran my foot over with the pallet jack and got to go to the fucking parade. <laughs> I had to work at the restaurant, so I couldn't go to the parade. Oh, I went. Damn right. They were going to make me work. Fuck them Toys R Us. I wasn't going to work either way. I was going to that parade. That They were not stopping me from going to that parade. And I spent I my just, birthday picking you up. I just lucked out running my foot over. So you see the posters and the pictures of the fighter in the cage. That's actual Boss Rutan, which is him that plays Nico from his fighting days. And the the story that he tells where he is unable to fight in the UFC because of is based on his own experience. Shortly after beginning his career in the UFC, while training for his third fight, he blew out his knee and well had well as well as sustained other injuries forcing him to retire. Uh, the good old duo of Mike Rogan, Mike Goldberg and Joe Rogan. I was watching the uh Dark Side of the 90s UFC episode. It was a two-parter. Crazy shit about that first UFC's. Oh, yeah. So Trying to get sanctioned and all that stuff. And Ken Shamrock and Gracie. and So this was an actual UFC fight that they're watching, which was technically Christoph Szczynski against Brian Stan, but there's... They changed the voiceovers to say Ken Dietrich instead of Christoph, which is the bald-headed gentleman. I believe he's of Polish des- descent. Yeah. Christoph Soszynski. And, I mean, we, we we were both big into the UFC at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so, of course, when we saw the opportunity, we had to do this movie, right? Yeah, absolutely. Get a time check. Uh, I'm at 23.45. 23.47. So you're about two, two seconds behind. They're talking it, to each other. Yeah. Dude, if he dyed his hair black, he'd still look like the fonts, just an older version. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now he's come up with the idea, I'm going to fight to make money. It's easy to fight. It's not easy to fight, folks. It may look easy, but it's not. Well, I'd say it's pretty easy to get your ass kicked. It just hurts. Yeah. (laughs) I leave that so far away. These classroom scenes crack me up. Mm-hmm. That one guy alone is like a scene stealer. I graduate. A citizen. I a citizen. I citizen. <laughs> He's so happy. 
And for being a guy that has kicked a lot of ass, Boss Rutten is hilarious. Yeah. Funny guy. I forget what he played in the zoo. I think he was one of the bears in the zookeeper. Yeah. Talks about he has a girlfriend that's a model up in Canada. Mm-hmm. A Kodiak. My dip of choice. I bet you that was filmed in another part of the school. Probably. So he's done like four movies based in Massachusetts that I can think of. Paul Blart Mall Cop, Mm -hmm. which was at the uh, South Shore Plaza and the Burlington Mall, I believe. Yeah. The zookeeper based out of the um, Franklin Park Zoo. Grown Ups, mm-hmm. which is based down the Cape. Grown Ups 2, which is based down the Cape. And this, so five. Well, there might be some. What about Paul Blart Marvel Cop 2? That wasn't, that was uh, based in Vegas. Oh, that's right. He goes to the convention. I remember I came home on leave and it was like May and I walked through the mall and I was like, why the hell is there so many Christmas decorations? And then there was a sign, please pardon our appearance as we currently filming a Happy Medicine production. Is that how you trained for our boxing match back in the day? And Mary holding the mattress up? Nope. I didn't Charles? I've been preparing for that my whole life. <laughs> you remember Beninato's basement? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a repeat. Night. Worst night of my life. <laughs> Just a repeat. Worst fight of my worst night of my life. Charles River Music Camp. Charles River is a, a prominent river here in Boston, in the Boston area. Just don't swim in it. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, We walked past that truck. Here we are. The first fight. Yep. I must be ahead of you now. Why? (laughs) Yeah, probably. Because when I checked the time, it paused for a second. I did too. So this was filmed in East Boston. This is the scene that we're that we were part of. Um, it's it's funny because it's actually the next fight scene where he fights outside is just outside of that door, just outside of that building, and it's also the same building that was in the beginning of R.I.P.D. in the opening scene where Ryan Reynolds gets killed. Look at there's a chicken. God, how many times did we hear him yell, Intimidation! Yeah. <laughs> uh, you hear that song? So all we know is it's a high school teacher that fights. We don't know why. We don't know the there premise behind it. Yep. Like, you don't know why. Yep. Yeah, I'm a few seconds behind you. 
good to get and then they then they play the song they must have done that like 20 times and he comes out like this fool See, we would have been in that wide shot yeah That was the first time I had ever heard that song. Here comes the boom. Definitely not the first time I had heard it. So literally right where Kevin James is entering the cage, we are right off to the left. Yeah. We were basically over the cameraman's left shoulder during that. We'll be right over the referee's shoulder. shoulder, yep. Here in a second. There I am in my Bruins jersey. There I am again. Hands up. <laughs> yeah, I'm a few seconds behind. So you. it's 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 so much nicer to be able to watch this on a 4K screen and actually see myself. Yeah. And I'm pretty and far away. All they all they do all they told us was the pantomime, and then be quiet while they stretch them out. And then the last couple things they did. Before we left, they did had us do the. Oh! Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they still wound up using generic crowd noise for it. So look at maybe a minute worth of airtime, and we were there for two nights. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because they they bring us in by section, film film whatever they have to film, then take that group out, then bring the next group in to film like a different angle. Well, they did that, and then they did the everybody in there for a while and. Do you remember when the dude had his cell phone out and the producer was fucking yelling at him? Do you remember that? No. And they told him either give the phone up or leave, and the guy left. But this went on for like 10 minutes. Oh, well, yeah, I guess I kind of remember that. So the, there's a deleted scene that is I believe it's on the the DVD and Blu-ray extras where there's another fight that we filmed watching. Remember that? The two guys just going back and forth. Mm -hmm. And I was going to say, I remember filming something else outside. Yeah, they had um, so they had the scene where the guy pulls up on a bike and pulls into a spot. So the 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 casting the the extras casting director or whatever was like going around grabbing people for the outdoor scenes, and they wanted people with specific kinds of cars. Yes, older cars to to line the. Um, mm -hmm. It might might even been filmed for a different fight scene, but because I remember there's a scene of them in a car like looking, or maybe that's the deleted scene, but. So I'm out there, and I'm I have to stand by a truck, then walk over and look at this girl's this girl's bike. I'm standing with a a guy, a guy and a girl, and then so like we walk over, and then the guy pulls in and backs up the bike. And this guy had never ridden a bike before, <laughs> so it took him like three or four tries, and he almost hit me like three of the times back because I'm looking at the bike next to where he's parking. And I was out there in my Harley shirt, my 
leather jacket, my hat, my gloves. Sweating like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> Didn't they use your truck? No. Too much rust. No, they just used you because you had your jacket, your big yeah. jacket. Kevin James actually trained in MMA prior to this movie. So when Scott gives the money to uh, Vice Principal Elkins, he says he is on Scott's side and reminisces about playing the French honing marching band. However, this can't be true because marching bands don't have French horns. It turns out you'll see why later on in the movie and why he's encouraging Scott. Uh, <laughs> there's our friend again. Um, <laughs> I could totally go for a class through <laughs> the boss as the teacher. So when Boss is trying to train Kevin for this, he mimics uh, punching Scott, calling out Levershot at one point. Boss Rutten became well-known during his fighting career for favoring punches and kicks to the liver of his opponents. And prior to filming, Boss Rutten had met a man at a party who tried to claim he knew a unique form of quote-unquote street karate which has a special routine of fight moves that saved his life six or seven times from attackers in the past. Obvious, oblivious to the fact that Rutan was a professional martial artist, the man demonstrated his routine, which consisted of strong, a string of obviously choreographed and impractical headbutts, knee strikes, and stamps. Rutan was so, Rutan was so amused by this man's obvious lie that he incorporated the man's alleged quote-unquote routine in the Nico's dance class. So some guy actually thought he could win fights doing that dance exercise. Well, I'm sure you could if it was against a child. I love how he just throws on his Crocs and tears off his pants and goes into spin class. He definitely needs to do new movie, more movies. He, so this is right outside of where the last fight happened. Like that warehouse is off to the right there. How did you get ahead of me? I don't know. Where are you at? I just came into that scene outside the warehouse. So I actually went back and did this night. This was a three-night shoot. I only went for two nights, and you'll see why. So once again, same outfit on as the last time, you know, leather jacket, Harley gear. And I was sitting next to Al the whole time. 
There you see Nick Totoro, our, uh, yeah, the referee there. Mm-hmm. So I would be, I would have been over in the left-hand corner of where you see him going up to the cage. <laughs> Time out. Time out. Timeouts. Oh. So I think I think this was filmed a week later. Something like that. So you had to work. Yeah. Arguing about the stool. (coughs) (laughs) So soft. I I remember one of the nights I was here for this one. It was somebody's birthday, and Kevin had us all sing happy birthday. I think, like, one of the camera guys or something. So nice. I love this, love this spot. How many people can say they use Henry Winkler as a stool? (laughs) And that's why I did not go back the third night. They used a rain machine. They told us to bring extra clothes if you were coming. I think they must have provided umbrellas. But yeah, I I did not want to be soaking wet in June wearing winter clothes. I think I used Kyle's baseball game as as an excuse not to go. Is that the baseball game where you hit a line drive? No. No. Most well-deserved line drive ever. I told him to get a hit. <laughs> he got one. <laughs> yeah, he did. That was the most accurate hit he got all season. Oh, a caring teacher. He sees his students upset. We weren't allowed to wear headphones during class. Nope. 
to be fair, we weren't so weren't allowed to hang out with our friends, or else we were guilty by association. How many times did we get in trouble for being guilty by association? <laughs> it was always the same group of us that got. All right, come on, you know, let's go. Mm-hmm. Damn it, we didn't even do anything this time. Yeah, you did. No, 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 we didn't. Except the one time we actually did something, we never got caught. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That one little year at the high school, how much trouble did we get in? Well, how much damage did we do and not get in trouble? I can still remember the sound of Scott Dobos' head going off the door frame. Remember when they went to look at the front front window? <laughs> I wasn't there for that one. You but had I was to standing right there when his head hit the door frame. Uh, I think Jerzo put Castulis through the window or something. Oh, I kind of remember that. Yeah, they were they were screwing around. Yeah. <laughs> So this car that they're driving is actually the same car Kevin James drove in the King of Queens. Little fact. Can you eat the stool? I'm sure you can. Oh, warm applesauce. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Just thinking about it's making me gag. Mmm, cinnamony. <coughs> There's one part you can see him drive by the uh, old. Hilltop Steakhouse on Route 1 in Saugus. Mm. The big sign. Missed those. I think it's on the car ride back. Oh, so now somebody else is using this song. Jason Mayhem Miller. Never seen a guy live up to a name as much as him. <laughs> Except for War Machine. Yeah, well. So he's an actual <laughs> MMA fighter. No, there was the Crippler. Okay. <laughs> Is that a little too far? <laughs> oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Miller's been arrested about ten times. That might be an exaggeration, but there was one time that it took more than ten cops. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> is that the one when he was locked in his house? I think so. Damn it if I know. I just remember the stories.
Well, as of September 20th, 2021, he was facing a potentially lengthy prison sentence after a felony domestic violence charge. Sounds about right. So, 10 years later, he's still getting in trouble. This is when he comes out to the classical music. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, wow. Excuse me, sorry. Yeah, we're not recording a podcast or anything. I have no decorum. I know. I don't know where this one, where this scene was filmed. Probably in one of the casinos. This might have been Lowell. Yeah, I know Lowell was was the big UFC fight. And then there's one at Lombardo's. Actually, yeah, I think this is Lowell, too. I remember somebody telling me that they had filmed one at Lowell. Uh-oh. This is why I'm not an MMA fighter. Saved by the bell. You're like way ahead of me now. Really? <laughs> what's, your, what's your time at? 47.25. How the hell did you get so far ahead of me? Because I skipped ahead trying to catch up to you. Now I'm at 47.41, 43. I paused it to see the time. Now I'm at 45. Six, seven, eight, nine. Just spend the rest of the time counting down the minutes. <laughs> Let me know when you get to forty-seven fifty-six. Oh, probably past that by now. Oh, what's going on? They're fighting and punching. He just backed up and the Superman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Out. And Matt. <laughs> the overhand right. I'd say he dyed his hair for this role, but he always dyed his hair. Yeah. He probably had a specific color that he had to do it for this. Green. Because well, he, he was lucky. He's an Irish guy. Oh. Right in the face. Oh, oh. you see the cinnamon? Oh. There's the hilltop. Yep. Collins is right down the street. Who eats it? (laughs) Forget who eats it. Who makes their own applesauce?
Love how excited he gets. Mm-hmm. He's just like a big kid. Yeah. That kid, I think I've seen that kid in a lot of movies. Which one? The, the one that makes the comment? Yeah, probably. How old that computer is? The hell is that guy on this? It's a karate guy. (coughs) Those old computers don't have YouTube. Well, at least you get free health care at school. Mm-hmm. I remember our school nurses being hot. Old women who always questioned me about having a headache. Well, when you had them three times a day, five days a week, I mean. <laughs> Sucks to be them that I knew they couldn't prove I didn't have one. <laughs> this elementary school was fun. Mm-hmm. Middle school, it was still fun, but we got in trouble a lot more. Yep. Then we did that one year at high school together, eighth grade. <sighs> then we went our separate ways. Well, well, some of us were forced to. Yeah. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have threatened to blow up the house. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Shouldn't have been such a see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> also true. You went to the wake. You did the right thing to make sure she was still dead. Sure <laughs> I had the steak at the ready. <laughs> With food garlic spray in my bass pocket, in my back pocket. Yeah, the food was good though. <coughs> we, know, we know how to get food for a funeral. I'll give you that. Remember we, when we took MMA classes at the Max? Mm-hmm. Remember our kickboxing teacher? Mm-hmm. Could kick you in the head standing three inches from you. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> Jim Owner was kind of a dick, though, but, you know. <laughs> I paid for that for like a year and a half and went like ten times, maybe. Yeah. You were too old and too out of shape. To <laughs> I'm trying to go through a disability rating and <laughs> Team Sitchudong. 
So in the movie Grown Ups, Kevin James is actually wearing a shirt of Team Sichudong Boston. I can't remember what came first, Grown Ups. Or here comes the book. I think Grown Ups came first. But that's Mark Delagrade. He's a actual coach. That's an actual gym in Boston. And I love how they talk about parking out front. Typical Boston. Yeah, because there is none. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Here comes the second guy. <laughs> God, I remember when we were going to that gym and that freaking heavyweight who was training for that fight. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, he had us in clinches and he was hitting me with his knees. Oh, Jesus Christ, he lifted me off my feet. <laughs> yeah. We, we were fucking punching bags for him. Everybody was. Dude was a beast. And he lost the fight, didn't he? Yeah, probably. That was the one that was at the uh, Brockton. Yeah. Brock's stadium. I don't know any of those fighters. Nope. That one on the left, though, in the gray shirt looks familiar. I can't put my name on it. Did you see Joe Lozon was going to fight Cowboy Cerrone? I know. So mad that fell through. Twice. And then Cowboy retires. Did he retire? Yep, the end of his fight. He lost and he retired. He's going to Hollywood. That's what he said. Well, going to the movies. Well, he's been fighting for 12 years. More than that. 12 years in the UFC. Yeah. Long time and, before that. Well, he was found on that tap-out show. Mm-hmm. Cowboy? Cowboy? I can't do it loud. There's kids sleeping. <laughs> yeah. I watched that show once when Hunter was around, and he goes, who's Punkus? Just, just leave it at Punkus. That's what she says. I've always wanted to try this. So let's see. In his second MMA bout, the opponent he fights is famed MMA trainer Rafael Cadero. He came to prominence training fighters such as Anderson Silva, Shogun Ho- Sh- Shogun Hua. Wandale Silva from the legendary shoot box camp in Brazil. He has since moved to Orange County, California and started his own King's MMA Academy. 
In season three, in a season three episode of King of the Queens in 1998, Doug Heffernan is trying to get into his car, which he's locked his keys. A van pulls up with actor, 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 Mookie Barker. And on the side of the van is Scott Voss Locksmith. So that's where that name came from. Henry Winkle once played a wrestler based on show wrestler Gorgeous George named The Lover in The One and the Only from 1978. I've not seen that. Kevin James and Selma Hayek previously worked together in Grown Ups and Grown Ups 2. Grown Ups came out in 2010, so that was first. Mm hmm. <clears throat> That's Mr. Lee talking about his daughter. She can't she can't do music anymore. She has to work at the restaurant. He may be lazy, but he's a problem solver. I'll tell you that. Mm Oh, now the kids are actually going to learn. Cells in their environments. God, that reminds me of the middle school. Chalkboards like that. Mr. Moses. Uh. Moses dollars. Oh, yeah. You could buy cool stuff at the end of the year. I think I got like a old Stupid fucking practice football jersey. Yeah. <laughs> and none of us played football. <laughs> we didn't even go to football games. Nope. Uh, memories. His stupid Superman jokes. I don't remember those, thankfully. Mr. Parr said I'd be flipping burgers. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker didn't know this, but if they start offering $20 an hour, I'll be flipping fucking burgers. <laughs> It's getting there. <laughs> and your boss will be a fucking 19 year old kid. Uh, he put a smile on her face. I don't think I ever had a teacher jump up on the desk like that. Nope. 
And Mr. Gregory throw a bunch of papers at a desk. Oh, yeah. And yell at Thomas Grennan. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Gregory hated him. Oh, my God. That was awesome. The shyest, most polite guy you'd meet in this dude. Oh, my flipped. God. Thomas Grennan. <laughs> People are like, what the fuck are these two talking about? Hey, we're average movie fans. This is an average movie, <laughs> average movie podcast. You're gonna get stories. The effeminate teacher, <laughs> just screaming at him. Remember, <sighs> Mister Fuller. Fish face fuller. Did the little flap on his fucking eye that fucking went up and down every time he talked. I could not help but fixate on that little flap. He was in what, seventh grade? I think they had him in seventh grade. Yeah. Mr. Fleming. Which one? The fat one? Yeah. <laughs> fucking hear him coming up the stairs for I think they put him on the third floor just to fucking piss him off. <laughs> at least they gave him the classroom right at the top of the stairs, you know? <laughs> Get there drenched. <sighs> I forgot, my, I forgot my, my lunch out in my car. <sighs> Sucks to be you. You could have paid one of us to go get it. Would have been a hell of a lot quicker. Still learning, trying to become a citizen. You think you could pass a citizenship test? I could pass any test. But that's only because I test well. I suck at taking tests. Oh, jail sonning. Jail peace sonning. So, when jail sonning says, I didn't tap, that was not originally in the script. But when he had done it, Kevin James liked it so much that he kept it in the movie and awarded him a $200 bonus. Hey, we walked that. We did? The walk for hunger. Oh, I try to forget that day. Just remember your fucking constant search for powder. Hey, I'm a big guy. Your idea? No, it was actually Danny's idea. What would happen if the cage actually broke during a fight? Pretty sure that would be it. So he's getting better. (laughs) 
Yeah, he lost the grip. That dude had a sick mustache, though. Mm-hmm. I think that was Mark Mendes, Wandalay Silver, and Joe Rogan. That was filmed at Lombardo's. I know that. The chandelier give it away. Yeah. The classy uh, setup. Never been inside of Lombardo's. Nope. But I know the chandelier. It helped that I lived right up the street from there. <laughs> yep. <coughs> I got pulled over in front of there once. Weaving in and out of lines while putting a chew in. <laughs> Then got pulled over three days later for weaving it out of the lines for a totally separate excuse. Really? You can make a soda bottle explode like that? Mm-hmm. <coughs> yep, typical New England, holding a Dunkin' Donuts cup. I haven't had a real breakfast sandwich since I moved out here. There's no Dunkin' Donuts out there? No. I I could go for some more Golden Corral. Mm. It's a little far away, but there's one close now. They're actually opening a uh, round one out here now. Oh, really? Yeah. We had one of those out here in Taunton, but it just closed. They closed it? Dude, they closed down the whole Taunton Mall. Oh, yeah, that's right. They demolished it. That's right. I remember taking the kids there. James still has a fucking stuffed animal he found in one of the vending machines out front of that place. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. He reaches the limes up there and grab. We were walking by. Well, I think Sam might have just been born. We were just there, see, checking it out, letting him play around, and went out into the mall and just happened to be there. He still has it. We took Hunter to Dave and Buster's for the first time. Yeah. The kid didn't know what to do. Mm. So excited. So he finally gets his date with the nurse. She starts off all sweet. And goes crazy. I can't decide if I want the AC on or the AC off because I get hot and then I get cold and then I get hot. COVID sucks, folks. It was warm here today. Dude, I haven't been outside in five days. 
Sorry, I went back to work the day I found out I had COVID. (laughs) They said as long as I had no symptoms. Really? (laughs) Yep. But you you wear a mask, though, when you go into people's houses, right? I'm vaccinated. I have to wear a mask for the next five days. Not looking forward to that. I don't have to unless unless they want me to. See, typical woman starts off sweet and then now gets brutal. Once I move back into the house and have like my proper setup, we need to record these and stop putting them on YouTube. I think Kyle's done with me. He's going he's going to work on that Julia TV show now. What? The Julia Child show? Oh yeah. He's going to work on that next. Is that on Netflix? HBO Max, I think. Oh yeah, that's right. That's cool. Yeah, Kyle is too big for the podcast these days. He's making moves in Hollywood. Gotta make money. Typical pain is up. Conrad money, and we'll uh, we'll be able to do that. (laughs) Sorry, I'm not friends with any famous actors. I can just, you know, (laughs) hey, you want to do a podcast? I have had enough time trying to get this one off the ground. He's got six of them popping up left and right. I bet you he could do some damage if he fought. Mm-hmm. But he's smart. He just trains the guys and makes the money. I'm sure there's a reason he doesn't fight. Oh, I love the scene coming up. Hey. Oh. Is that Miguel? It's kind of the thing with MMA, though. It's anybody, any night. You just have to catch them like that. Yeah, that was the director that he just hit in the head with a ball, by the way, in case you didn't notice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if it's the next like hit sensation, which would be a high school teacher fighting to save a music program. I just mean in general. It's, it's, oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. Any, it, it just takes one lucky swing. Catch yeah. somebody on the button, they're out. Like you did in the the Miller fight, like that overhand mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. That could have been anybody. 
how many times have we seen a fight where we think this guy is going to win, like guaranteed, and one lucky punch and game over. Jesus, Brock. Yeah. I was nice enough to predict that for you. Yeah, you were. <laughs> Goddamn fucking water bottle. So this scene was originally supposed to be Kevin James, Boss Rutan, and Dana White. But Dana White didn't want to appear on camera. So that's why Rogan is doing it. He helped his brother find his passion, cooking. Real problem solver. Uh. Last minute fight, man. Cowboy special. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that dude would fight like a week later. Joe Rogan and Boss Rutten also starred in Zookeeper with Kevin James. Logan Airport. I haven't been there since I flew back from Washington. Don't really have a care to go there anyways. No. Not unless you want COVID again. No, I'm good. Thank you. So if they were to make a movie like this in the 80s, who do you think would have played Kevin James's role? Hmm. 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 I don't know. I think either a John Belushi or John Candy. John Candy, I can see. And if it was the 90s, it definitely would have been a Chris Farley type of movie. Yeah. David Spade would have been the Henry Winkler character. Yeah, I could see young Tom Hanks. Really? Being the inspiring teacher, nobody wants to be able to somebody's ass. I don't know, dude. Did you see that video of him flipping out on people a couple weeks ago? I've been there. Not for anything fun. 
Never been there. Wanna go though. It's hot. Especially if you're there in July. It's very fucking hot. All right. I'll go in December. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's still hot. <laughs> See, this would have been something like you would have done to me if I was like training for something. Yep. I'm eating lettuce and, and you got fucking cheesecake and all the good well, stuff. You know, I wouldn't have that, but yes, I'd have a bunch of stuff that you would want. It'd probably look like a Trump table. It'd be a lot of Wendy's, a lot of McDonald's. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> Arby's. Oh, you bastard. It only took them two years, but they finally opened up the inside of the Arby's here. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they were building it at the beginning of the pandemic. The pandemic happened. They never opened the inside. <laughs> going to Springfield next weekend to meet Kane. So I'm hoping there's an Arby's out that way. Tell him he's a crazy... <laughs> yeah. You just got paid thousands of dollars to throw food at each other. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So there it is. Elkins the scumbag. He's always one. Stealing all. It's the, the least last person you expect. Sorry, I wrote that fact down. Hmm. So, there's a fact about this movie. I gotta find it because I didn't write it down. It says it's UFC 176. And in real life, yeah, 176. In actuality, UFC 176 was canceled due to an injury of one of the main event fighters, and the event never occurred. Isn't that odd? And that would have taken place UFC 176. I remember them canceling it, but... It was Aldo versus Mendez 2. It would have taken place two years after this movie deb- debuted. <laughs> August 2nd, 2014. How do you... How do you what are the odds of that? That's just one of those great quinky dinks. They happen a lot. Well, it was very rare that they canceled events. Yep. Only two that I know of. 
one because Jones wouldn't fight Sonnen and this one. Jones is a bitch. <laughs> How he's still employed is beyond me. Yeah. So these scenes were filmed at the Lowell Auditorium. <coughs> Which the UFC never ran. It only ran at the TD Garden. Well, yeah, because the Lowell Auditorium ain't big enough for them. And they really did fill that entire place with extras. One guy told me that he was placed next to where Selma Hayek sits and they had to move him because he made her look small. <laughs> Which, based off of stories I hear, sounds true. We're at a minute, uh, one hour and 23 minutes. This is a one hour and 45 minute movie. Comes out to the kids playing sound. Yeah. That was nice of them to fly out there. So the reaction shots for the MGM Grand Fight were filmed at the Old Everett, Massachusetts High School. It was also used as a base camp, which was also used as the base camp filming of Boston's Finest. I think that was that TNT show that Donnie Wahlberg produced. Mm-hmm. These people are really good drunk actors, I tell you. It's in Boston. Yeah. Who's acting? True. True. How nice to see the happy couple. Happy. It's 2012 and they still had a big old box TV. <laughs> yeah. Yep, here he is getting around. They got the God, they're all using big TVs. Even I had a flat screen when we filmed this. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I had never had a big TV after 2000. And, of course, it can't be a, a Boston movie without a cameo from a certain comedian. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, look at that. Yep, Lenny Clark. Here comes Ken Dietrich, a.k.a. Christoph Kaczynski. Began his UFC career in the, on the Ultimate Fighter Season 8. I believe he was on Team Forest. Ten years ago, I would have known all that. But <laughs> I can't remember. I haven't watched a UFC event since UFC 200. Yeah. That was only because Brock fought. I don't think I've watched one since... Silva broke his leg. We watched that together, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Buffer, the voice of the Octagon. I love when she screams. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Just sitting there chilling. Yep. Executioner. (laughs) Kill him. Herb Dean. Dean. I don't even know if he still referees. Bruce Buffer is actual the actual brother of Michael Buffer from the boxing. I cannot say any more of this or I'll get in trouble. (laughs) We don't have nearly. A millionth of the budget that they'd sue us for. <laughs> that just would have been one long beep. <laughs> and I don't know how to do beep, so. Uh, here we go. The ultimate underdog story. Rocky versus Apollo. Win it. I mean, he's a pretty goddamn intimidating guy. Superman punch right off the bat. Yeah. The bald head, the tattoos. He's crazy looking. Mm-hmm. It must have been so hard to be like an actual fighter and then like stage a fight like that. I'm sure he caught him anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he caught him a few times. Imagine so, that yeah. feeling. 
It's better than that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, kick to the face. Sniffy, sniffy. You don't see that very often, Superman punch flying down. Nope. Those fans were really getting into it. You don't generally see this big of a mismatch either. <laughs> what, what are you saying, the, the light heavyweight division? I don't remember. I wasn't paying attention. I think Krasinski was fighting in the light heavyweight division at the time. Stitch. <laughs> it kind of went downhill after they fired Mike Goldberg. Yeah. Just wasn't the same not hearing his voice. It's very distinct. And him and Rogan made an excellent pair. Mm-hmm. Now they managed to get Rogan to show up in a suit. Yeah, I saw that. Joe Rogan's also a very well-trained mixed martial artist. He'll tell you about it. Don't worry. (laughs) There you go. Showtime kick. Oh. I remember the first time we saw that Anthony Pettis in a WEC fight. Was it against Faber? No. Another one of the Henderson, Benson. Oh, yeah, that's right. Then one of the greatest fights ever. Yeah. Zombie Garcia. Uh-huh. Twista. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> They'd stop the fight in the UFC nowadays for that. Uh-huh. And this. Well, they definitely made it look like a real UFC fight. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. It's nice that they had the blessing of the UFC to do it. Imagine if this was like Bellator or... <laughs> what was it? What was the other one? Strike Force. Strike Force. People nowadays would watch it and be like, "Was this a fake company?" No. <laughs> Scott Coker instead of Joe Rogan. The inspirational pep talk. 
lasted way more than a minute that goes in between rounds. Yeah, but how else is he going to get inspired if he doesn't have enough time to give that speech? I know. He's batted and brewed, huh? He's earned his respect. Presented by Zions. Basically, or Goldberg saying that. <laughs> Our fight matchup brought to you by Zions. Goddamn video game. <laughs> Let's look at the tail of the tape. That's what I was thinking of, the tail of the tape. Oh, that's a high knee. Should be looking at the action. <laughs> Dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> Typical Rogan fashion, going crazy. Up now, all the kids are there. Bam. Superman off the cage. <coughs> that Don Fry Takayama fight keeps showing up on my Facebook, and I watch it every time. Yeah. They just. Beat the ever-loving shit out of each other. Yeah, there are some classics. Back in the old days, before too many rules. Ground and pound. Uh-oh. Bouncing his head off the mat. Uh-oh. Kick to the choke. So in this scene coming up where Kevin James lifts him up, they wanted to attach him by wires to do it, to make it look good. But Kevin James refused because he wanted to show them that he could actually do it, and he actually did it three times. Can't he do it? Can't he do it? Can't he do it? It's slow motion. Uh... <laughs> I think someone's getting excited by the fight. Look in her eyes. So Kevin James actually lifted a 205-pounder up like that. (laughs) All legitimate reactions. And he's out. (laughs) 
Hey, da 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 It's so heartwarming. Popcorn everywhere. <laughs> I am an American citizen. She made it all the way from the nosebleed yeah. section. Gotta have the Rocky Adrian moment. Even though they wouldn't let her anywhere near the cage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Little tongue through the cage. Blah, 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 blah. Not something I would want to try. Given the opportunity with her, you would do it through anything. <laughs> no comment. I'm not trying to get in trouble. <laughs> Nicely renovated music room. The music program is saved. Scott Voss saves the day. He's actually wearing a dress shirt and jacket for school now. It's amazing what a little inspiration can do. Henry Winkler is back where he belongs, standing at the podium. Still with the headphones. Kids always wearing a headphone. And the principal's still a dick. (laughs) Of course. Yep, gotta get the bus to already. Red, white, and blue tie. Ah, you see this in two times. <laughs> that was the state house, Faneuil Hall. Must have had to shut down that area for a day. That must have been fun. Oh, I'm sure. All right, there you have it. Here comes the boom. All right, what's your rating out of out of five mugs? We give five. We give mugs here on the Movie Bar Podcast. What's your rating out of five? Uh, it gets five because I'm in it. <laughs> I was going to say the same exact thing. Um, so, you know, we had the pleasure of being in this movie. We're not in any credits, I don't think. I never really looked to see if we were listed as, but I, I doubt that they'd list all the extras. So, uh, let's go to our picks of the week. Uh, you, 
Come on, start a recording. Okay, so let's go to our movie picks of the week. Do you want to start us off? Uh, sure. Uh, in in memory of the great James Caan, we, we got to go with Misery. One of uh, one of his great acting portrayals. Great movie. Great story. Stephen King can't go wrong. You're gonna read the synopsis. There's this, and I didn't print out a synopsis. <laughs> it was on the show notes. I'm sure I'll, re- I'll read it. I don't read things. I had that closed because I was screwing around with a goddamn thing that failed. Where are we? Here we go. Best-selling novelist Paul Sheldon is on his way home from his Colorado hideaway after completing his latest book when he crashes his car in a freak blizzard. Uh, it's not really a freak blizzard, but Paul is critically injured, but is rescued by former nurse Annie Wilkes, Paul's number one fan. Takes Paul back to a remote house in the mountains without bothering to tell anybody. Unfortunately for Paul, Annie is also a head case. When she discovers that Paul has killed off the heroine in her favorite novels, her reaction leaves Paul shattered. Literally. Rated R. Available on Hulu. And Showtime with subscriptions. Okay. Uh, my That's pick eight. of the week also stars James Caan. Is 2016's The Good Neighbor. A pair of mischievous high school kids, Logan Miller and Carl Gilchrist, create the illusion of a haunting on an unsuspecting neighbor. While keeping his every reaction under surveillance, they see much more than they bargained for and discover that the man they're tormenting is not an easy target they expected. This movie was not rated. It is available on Tubi, Voodoo, Amazon Prime, Brutal TV, and Peacock. Well, I say the bar is now closed. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us. Stay up to date with the podcast at the Movie Bar Pod on Twitter, at the Movie Bar Podcast on Instagram, and at the Movie Bar Podcast on Facebook. Get all your official movie bar shirts at www.bonfire.com forward slash store forward slash movie bar podcast. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon podcast, Anchor, Google podcasts, and most places you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please let us know what you want to hear by reaching out to us at the movie bar at outlook.com. Thank you for listening. So long. Bye-bye.